here. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Nine thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a beverage? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kirkland Signature Grapefruit Sparkling Water. Mm, I've got black coffee. <laughs> and I have... That I, that I made yesterday. Mm, Ooh, yum. Mm. I have some green tea. Nice. We're cool. <laughs> We've really aged with this podcast. Yeah, 9.30 in the morning. Be awesome. You could put... You could put well, not in that green tea. I'd say you could put Bailey's in that coffee. be okay. Yeah, people we, put booze and tea. I, did we watch a movie? I don't know. Which one? I, we I might have. Watched, I think we watched Deer Hunter. Oh, oh we yeah. did. Nice. We did. We did. Lucky. I'm still the, crowd, our, One of our crowdsourced movies, Deer Hunter. Yes, yes. that's right. Yes. From the, from the, the Lady Librarians of America. Yep. The LLAs. The <laughs> um, told Bill he should watch. Told Bill he should watch a good movie, Deer Hunter. And he was all well, for it. He thought, oh, they have good taste. They'll be much better than Rick and Bill picking or Rick and Ryan. See, you don't even know what you're talking about. Um, uh, did it win anything? Win? Um, yeah. I don't know if it, it won, but I know it was nominated. Okay. Um, it won. It won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Editor. Okay. Yeah. So that is. That makes sense because I think, oh yeah, because winning, you said best picture, it won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the guy from, oh, what's his name? The guy that is, mm, ma- the guy that got married. Okay, right? Is he the one that got married? He's like the goofy Steven? guy. Is that Michael? Michael? S- Stephen. Stephen. Okay. Yeah. Is he the one that got? Ma- is he the one that he was like go- the one? The one who busts up his legs falling out of the helicopter? No. Oh yeah, so we're not him. You know the guy that like the goofy guy? The guy with the forehead and the gun? Yeah, the guy who looks like Coach Steve on Big Mouth. The guy who loses his marbles. Wait, what? No. Which I'm not gonna wait. Do you think I don't know who those people are? You're talking about like the old guy that with the like deep set eyes that looks like he's a skeleton that's half bald. Yes. Yes. Okay. Who has the little snub nosed revolver all the time. Yeah, not Christopher Walken or Robert De Niro, you know, those guys. Anyway, um, that guy's name's John Cazale. And he's not the guy that got married. I know. That's why I said that. I'm not that guy. I got confused. Okay. So he was in uh, like five or six movies total before he mm-hmm. died. And every one of them won Best Picture or, or at least was nominated. I think, I think won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Every movie he was ever in. Yeah, it's Which wild. Is pretty crazy, right? He was in. Yeah, I mean, okay. Would you rather? He was in the Airheads prequel. <laughs> awesome. Dog Day Afternoon. Nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Godfather. Which I still haven't seen. Dog Day Afternoon. Well, maybe we'll get it on the list. <laughs> um, okay, what were we gonna say? What would you rather? What? I was gonna say, would you rather be that guy who's in five movies that win best picture and then die of liver cancer or whatever. Right. Long. Or would you rather be, would you rather be Samuel Jackson who's in every movie ever made? And some of them are good. Oh, yeah, No, I'd rather enjoy my success. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the conversation, deer hunter, Godfather and dog day afternoon. I don't know what the conversation. Is. It's a 
Um, it's a spy movie starring Gene Hackman. Okay, that sounds cool. Hmm. You want to hey watch guys. it? It's from 1974. So you want to do some trivia? Let's do some yeah. trivia first, since we've Let's already got ahead trivia. of our skis. Uh, I have some trivia. Uh, 1978 themed, because this movie came out in 1978. And as usual, I am doing some over-under questions. I'm going to have Bill set the line for this first one. Then we're going to go with hot hand rules for the rest of the game. Bill, in 1978, Chevrolet was the top auto producer in the world. How many cars did they make that year? Please set the line. In 1978, Chevrolet made. And this is Chevrolet, not General Motors, Chevrolet itself. Okay. I'm going to say. That didn't help him at all. <laughs> I'm going to say that they made 24 million cars. Rick, is the correct answer over or under 24 million? Over. Bill wins a point. It's under at 2,300,000. <laughs> That's way, way under. off. Yeah. Bill, with the hot hand, the second question is the federal minimum wage in 1978 was $2.65 an hour. How much is that in 2023 dollars? Oh, I hate these terms because that's garbage. But um, I'm going to say that that is $24. $24 even? Yes. What was the question? Rick. The minimum wage was $2.65 an hour in 1978. How much is that in 2023 dollars? Under. Under ten dollars and ninety-three cents. Rick gets a point, and he has the hot hand. In nineteen seventy-eight, what? what? Wait, Bill, what are you gonna say? Nothing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> In nineteen seventy-eight, what was the cost of one pair of men's Wrangler jeans? Six dollars. Bill, is the correct answer over or under six dollars? Under. <laughs> Under five dollars and ninety-eight cents. <laughs> That's yeah, horseshit. Suck it, <laughs> Bill. In seventy-eight, Pete Rose signed a four-year contract with the Philadelphia Phillies, becoming the highest-paid MLB player to date. How much was this contract for? A four-year contract. Set the line. A four-year contract. Four million dollars. Rick is the correct answer. Over or under four million dollars. Isn't it weird that that many years ago <laughs> that this could be four million dollars when someone just signed a seven hundred million dollar yeah. baseball contract? Um, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. I'm gonna say under. <laughs> <laughs> Bill gets the point. Thirty two million dollars. Uh, Bill, it's also. Is the Phillies is the Phillies the dumbest name for a team? Well, <laughs> sorry, Philadelphia listeners. I, don't know. I mean, is it is a Philly if someone from Philadelphia? Is that all that means, or is it a thing? Or what's is it a, a female f- horse? What's a Philly? Well, yeah, it is a female horse. It is. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're named after? No. Is that no. how they're spelled? <laughs> is it? Fi- but. I don't care. It's still not as dumb as the Utah Jazz. 
<laughs> True. That's yeah. I guess that is the dumbest well, name in professional sports. True. <laughs> Bill still has the hot hands. Question number five. We're and going I'm up to three to one, right? Seven. Yes, you're up three to one. Uh, what was the cost of a brand new 1978 Honda Civic? A female horse is spelled with an F. Yeah, F E M A L E H O R S. Yep, I know. That's what I meant. Um, in 1978, a brand new Honda Civic cost $3,500. Rick, is the correct answer over or under $3,500? Under. Oh, Bill gets another point. $4,299. Nice. Um, Rick, you're pretty much sunk here, but... I just won trivia. (laughs) Yeah. Smoked you. I got two more questions. Uh, in 1978, Coors Light was introduced by the Coors Brewing Company. What percentage of alcohol did this beer have when it was introduced? Still set the line. Six point two (laughs) under. (laughs) Rick gets a point four point two percent. I was gonna say four percent. Uh, and that's what it has now. Degrees, degrees. (laughs) Well, it's no, it has. I mean, wait, it feels like it has what now? 4.2%. 4.2%. It's probably not even quite that. It's probably a three something, right? I think Bud Light's three and a half and Coors Light's four, but yeah, that's just from memory. Okay, so it's within 0.2% yeah. of what it was then. <laughs> I had to tone it down. People were getting too rowdy on the old silver bullets. Yeah. Rick, final question in 1978. How much did a 30 second Super Bowl ad cost? 1978. So Seven hundred and forty-two million dollars. Ten thousand dollars. No. Seven hundred forty-two thousand dollars. Why would I say oh, million? Wait, wait. Seven hundred forty-two thousand. Yeah. Still under. Yep. One hundred and sixty-two thousand. Damn it. Will What's wins the, trivia. Where's the demarcation two. line of over five hundred thousand dollars? I think I won five to two, but. But I think oh, I yeah, get a I sympathy point for two cents off of jeans. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You would have gotten the point if you hit it exactly. <laughs> right. You gotten two points you... if you hit it exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. See? Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Deer... Deer... John Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. I so... would like to write you a letter about this long ass wedding scene. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's start there. Okay. Because the movie did. Okay. Right. And this almost movie... ended there. Yeah. This movie is just under three hours long. Mm hmm. One full hour of that movie is the preamble, <laughs> right? Is the wedding yep. and the wedding scene and the yeah. night before and the the hanging out in the bar like one full more than third of this movie is before anything in this movie happens. Okay, director just wanted to throw a party, and then we have two twenty minute hunting scenes. Mm-hmm. That can do you guys do you, okay? Do either of you like this movie? Mm. I thought uh, it was a good movie. I don't know if I like it. I saw this movie. How many times? How many times have you seen it? I've seen it twice. Uh, yeah. This will be my third time. And I watched it for the first time about a year ago. So thanks for making me watch it again within the same year. <laughs> That's um, weird. 
Yeah, I know. Well, because I figured I had should have seen it. And yeah. so I just watched it. Um, and I liked it way better the second time I saw it, strangely. But okay. I can't also say that I'm going to watch it again. I didn't dislike it, though. Right. And the wedding scene upon second watch wasn't as bad because I was like, I knew what I was in for. Like, right. I don't know. Like if I'm going to a wedding, I don't hate being at a wedding. I just feel like I, and I get that this is like, it's trying to be artistic, right? It's trying to show vignettes. It's trying to show moments in life, not tell a continuous story. Right. So I think what this, I have no idea and I don't know, make movies and I've never read about this, but to me, the reason that wedding scene is what it is, is because it does show you these people's, like how close they are as friends and their sense of community together. And does anyone know if this was based on a book? I, I, it might be. I mean, it's a, it's a complete, I mean, you know, this, I know this movie isn't, there's not based on any kind of true story or anything. You know, right. So, um, but I think it gives this like, um, you know, sense of community, sense of, you know, their friendships. And then they even show like, uh, you know, the guy from the, the war that's there and they're like proud of him and, you know, they're getting ready to go and everyone's saying goodbye. It's like, instead of talking about it, you kind of just watch what's about to happen. This was co-wrote by the director. And so, no, it doesn't appear that it's based off of a book. So there's there's some things about that that are weird for it. Like, for one thing, um, why are they Russian? Because there's a ton of Russian immigrants in that part of the world in the um, Pennsylvania Steel Country. Which okay, that's also interesting to me. Is like why why did we say it was in Pennsylvania Steel Country and film it in Ohio? Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. fine. That could be Pittsburgh. That could be, you know, whatever. We don't, we don't know. But I, but I saw at the end, it was like filmed on location in Ohio. Right. And you're like, why? I, it just, it just seems weird to me to like write a movie and base it in a specific part of the U S and then film in a different part of the U S. Well, well they just, do that with Seattle all the time. They, they do with every movie because of taxes and kickbacks. And that's why they film everywhere. Right. That's why everything's filmed in Georgia. Right, because you know. the state government gives yeah tax write offs. Right, um, pretty much. But I, I just saw something the other day. Oh, I was trying to plan a vacation. <laughs> That's nice. I was trying to plan a vacation, and it's uh, a weird spike on my recording. Someone had said we should go to the Ozarks, and I was like, "Well, I don't exactly know which part would be cool. I just want to go to the part that Jason Bateman was in." And then mm-hmm. I found out that wasn't filmed there. <laughs> that was in Georgia. Like, well, then right. why don't I just go to Georgia? Uh, why does Georgia look like everything? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, when was, okay, here's a question. When was the first time you knew they were in Pennsylvania? Was there a, well, why, I have a specific, that's why I'm asking. If you guys have a reason why you knew this must be there. I think with them, like, working in the steel meal, still steel. <laughs> you mill? almost got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and stuff. I just like, I was like, yeah, this seems like 
Pittsburgh. It just has that kind of it. It had a Pittsburghy vibe to it or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I see what you're saying. How about you, Ryan? There, there might have been something else, but I'm not distinctively remembering. I heard a couple of very Eastern Pennsylvania isms in uh-huh. there. Uh, my, that that kind of tipped me off. Mine was when they kept ordering and drinking Rolling Rock. Yeah, in, in the seventies, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, it's got to be somewhere in Pennsylvania because who drank Rolling Rock in seventy yeah. six or whatever?" Because I was like, and I guess because I know it's from Latrobe, PA, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why because I drank Rolling Rock for a while. Well, then it was in the commercials too. They're like from Latrobe, yeah, like they like, say it. I don't know where that is, but I know it's yeah. over there somewhere. And I was like. Yeah, that's a real because it's real specific because they say you want a Rolling Rock or bring me and they're carry Rolling Rocks around, right? Well, and he uh, Robert De Niro's sister Meryl Streep at the at the wedding reception thing, he's like, "Have a Rolling Rock, it's a good beer. yeah, right, right. yeah." <laughs> product placement for Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so there the also was that Iron City beer too, which is a weird thing. I wonder if that still exists. Yeah, who knows. I feel like one of the weirdest parts, though, to me, one of what my biggest Cadillac in this movie, and I don't even know if this counts because it's not like something that was out of place, or it's just it's it's a style that bothers me, mm. which is this was not a fast paced movie. This was a slow, long, deliberate movie, mm-hmm. and yet they skip giant chunks in the storytelling yeah right right. yeah and so it just um to have no (laughs) it seems like you could have filmed them getting captured instead of right instead of 20 minutes of the wedding right (laughs) and and you could have taken maybe another 10 minutes off that first deer hunt which served no purpose (laughs) and uh you could have you know, shown them like getting on the plane and going and like arriving wide eyed or whatever, or, or being sent out on a mission or some sort of training. You know what I mean? Like you could have threaded it together a little better. Right. Right. I I think about one of the first movies we watched, which was full metal jacket. Right. Mm -hmm. And that movie was also like two different movies, the like training camp movie and the war movie. Right. Mm -hmm. But they, they balanced those and compared those and it was one and then the other. And that just felt at least more balanced or more like it was bringing you along than this, which was like, here's all these guys at home. And now let's jump to they're captured and you don't know how long they've been in Vietnam or Mm -hmm. how they've been captured or how close they've become or how skilled they've become and anything, you know, it was just insane. Well, I think part of that is just to shock you into this, into that world that they're going into, right? To go cut straight from it to really just drop you right in on the craziness that they're going through with the Russian roulette stuff. Right. Okay. So let's talk about Russian roulette for a while. Cause that seems to be what this movie is mostly about. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, what it's, it's why is Russian roulette so popular in Vietnam? Okay. So this there's nothing this movie isn't real right and there's no true story to it and it's just a movie they wrote about this so it's not right so but it's so there's some things going on here that are really weird that they don't address for it being just a movie that was written to be the movie right that's 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 i guess my cadillac my problem with this movie is that 
if it was trying to tell us a story about something else or a book or a real event, I would understand more. But to have like these weird things that don't necessarily need to be in it that don't get explained and don't make sense when it was just written to be a movie is really odd, right? I'm like, it, one, is the director's cut seven hours long? Probably. Right? <laughs> so is there a Peter Jackson version of this that actually like explains more of the story? Because it's just, you've got Russian American immigrants that are, that are fighting this war in Vietnam that is essentially part of the cold war against communism, mm-hmm. um, you know, resisting Russian influence. And then you have the added game of Russian roulette that permeates this whole part of uh, the story. Well, maybe it's the Russian roulette of it all. Who knows? No, I, I right. think that's what it is. So, I, I do think that this movie is, I think if I was going to try and boil it down to like a big idea, I think this movie was saying that soldiers going to Vietnam was basically them playing Russian roulette with their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, was there was say. no, there was no point to it. It was just like, a, I'm just going to jump in this machine and see if I survive. Especially if you're Russian. I don't think that <laughs> had anything to do with it. Maybe they just, maybe they just call it roulette. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm going to read you a couple of things from Wikipedia and they're interesting from both sides. I'm going to read them out of order. Well, I'm going to read them in order that they're written, but not the pair, you know, the words are going to be make sense from front to back. All right. So those words didn't make sense from front to back, but these ones will deer hunter has been featured on lists of the best films ever made, such as being named the 53rd greatest American film of all time by the AFI by AFI in 2007. Um, their 10th anniversary, hundred years, hundred years, hundred movies list. That was sort of 53. Um, they were selected for preservation in the United States national film registry by a library of Congress in 96 as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So I think it's more cause so then despite the film's critical acclaim, the Academy and Academy Award success, some of the industry's most prominent critics derided that his view as deer hunter is simplistic, bigoted, and historically inaccurate depictions of the Viet Cong. Um, the cent- central theme of the Viet Cong forced Americans to play Russian roulette has been widely criticized as having no basis in history. A claim Camino, the director, denied, but did not refute with documentary evidence. So yeah, he just made yeah. all this up and everyone's pissed about it, but they're like, it's such a good movie. <laughs> Isn't it weird? <laughs> right. Well, I think... And I think some of it is that, like, this is not that long after Vietnam. Right. Yeah, that's what... You know what I mean? It's less like, than five years. This movie was basically being filmed while Vietnam was still happening. Right. Basically, yeah. And so you've got... You, you don't have the kind of time to maybe gain perspective in that and so to show something that is like that off is it's just it's just weird it's it's very interesting right i mean i imagine that um movies about afghanistan in 2002 probably were a little more biased (laughs) than stuff that has like come out more recently looking at the conflict and things like that you know what i mean do you think that this movie is a Vietnam movie or a war movie? No. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't really. No, there, I mean, there it, it, the set, the backdrop for part of it is is Vietnam, but I mean, I I think the problem with this movie is that it doesn't really have a point. Yeah. Well, is it a movie? So what's this movie? It, t- it tries to touch on some things, but but what can you say that this movie's even about? Well, that's what I was going to say. What's this movie about? I think. Yeah, I don't think you can answer that. I think it's about well, loosely. <laughs> I think it's about friendship and family, right? Because mm-hmm. of these guys. And how they all fall apart. I guess. Well, I mean, how, I, how, it's not a how, good how friendship and family can't, well, can't he, last he goes uh, back, conflict. He goes back to, you know, get him, you know, he goes mm-hmm. back to get Christopher Walken back. Because that's why it's not a war movie, because all the stuff later about it's not even, you know, just going to Nam watching him play Russian roulette all the time because he's gone crazy. Yeah. Um, right. How yeah. many times do you think Christopher Walken played Russian roulette and won or and right. didn't get the bullet in that period of time when he was doing it for the French guy? See, all of them. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> the number. Yes, all of them. Okay. Except for the last one. Right. Spoiler alert. I guess a lot. <laughs> but it had to be a lot to be like, oh, he wants to play the American. Oh, it's all this money. Right. Oh, so, yeah. Well, and yeah. It's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know what the point of this movie is, but I don't dislike it. But I would know. No. I, I don't need to keep watching it. It's also weird that the guy with no legs leaves all his cash in the dresser. <laughs> well, what's else he going to do with it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought that's. What, I mean, take it with him. I thought that's what the money that De Niro had was. He, all that stack of cash he took with him. When he went to find what's yeah. his face. Yeah. It, it, Maybe, but they don't show that. They, they just show him leaving yeah. the they dresser don't. and he wheels him out of there and throws yeah. him in the car. They don't show lots of things. <laughs> I know. Th- this is my problem with this movie. And then, like, the second deer hunt is like, so he can't pull the trigger on the deer because it's innocent or something? Is that kind of the point? He's No, he's. If, if you watch the director's cut, he makes that deer play Russian roulette. yeah uh it's just it's just interesting right i think i think it's pointless i think it is a movie i i understand what it is i understand it's like a piece of americana but but i also think it's interesting rick that you don't really like this movie it's fine like i think it's a decent movie but yeah well why do you think it's weird i don't like this movie well because it it is uh, Academy Award winning, acclaimed, I rarely, super successful, but you never watched it early on. Right, right. And I rarely- You only watched it for the first time a year ago. But I don't usually like Academy Award movies. They're not- I don't know. You you push a lot of stuff on me because it, especially that first season, like, oh, this one best picture. This was great movie. This is a famous movie. You need to watch this movie. That's just trying to get your resume up. Not because we've always liked them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't pick this movie. <laughs> I know you didn't right. pick this movie, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think the reason you didn't pick this movie is because it's not one you watched earlier Honestly, on I, in watching movies. You're not going to believe this when I say it, but the reason I didn't watch movies is because I thought that you shouldn't watch this movie. I thought you would hate <laughs> it and maybe like it would affect you mentally. War, war is bad and makes you sad. Because war is bad and makes you sad. And there's no war well, in this movie. I know, but when I it's think a little about bit it, of war. I think about it as war. And then those these Russian roulette scenes and these like 
dark and the wedding thing. I, I just figured you'd hate this movie a lot. Um, I just feel like so if if in this movie, let's let's put this movie in a different era of time. Okay. Right. Yep. And these guys, this guy gets married, and we spend an hour at the wedding, and we establish these friendships and these buddies. Right. Yep. And then they're walking down the street and they get a, they see a kid being like assaulted by a gang and they try to stand up for him and the gang like beats the shit out of him and takes him into an old warehouse and like holds him captive Wait. and makes him play Russian roulette. Wait, hang on before you get, let's, let's adjust that script. Let's pretend like you're watching the hangover and all those guys are in. Have you seen the hangover? Uh, part of it. Okay. But Zach Galifianakis, Ed Helms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They, this all happens to them after we watched a whole hour and a half of them partying in the hangover and okay. they're okay. Yeah. But then they get beat up, taking the thing. Now they got to play Russian roulette. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah. yeah. Now what? Yeah. Now do you like so, it or hate it? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. So like they, has Ed Helms playing taken Russian his roulette. tooth out yet? <laughs> they're, yes. they're freaking out. They're playing Russian roulette. And like, finally the three of them like escape. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they go back home and one of them is like unbalanced and like joins the gang and continues to play Russian roulette right. in like alleys for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another one of them is like in a mental institution and the other one becomes like a pacifist. It, that's the same amount of war that was in this movie. You know what I mean? Like the. Yeah. The, but, that's that's why I say Vietnam was a backdrop. But, it was not necessary for anything in this movie well except that i think this movie the way it does skip around you're able to in your mind you put a lot of things in that on your own like even the scene at the beginning when de niro is was it de niro when he's running from he's in that village and they're bombing it and then they all show up and you know Mm, they have you know they haven't seen each other in a long time they're not like they're not on the same platoon yeah. yeah Um, they just like, Hey, you're here. Now we found each other again. And you're just like, okay, so this must've happened. This must've happened. This must've happened. And that's all, you know, it's almost like reading a book, this movie, this book, it's like, and you skipped a bunch of chapters and then made up your own. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like reading part of a book and then skipping to the middle. Right. Let's, 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 let's take a quick break and skip to the end of this. Okay. See you guys later. Wait for Ryan to leave. <laughs> Check out shit. I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Okay. I have one more question for you before we get into anything else. Did we're back. Oh, hi, we're back. (laughs) Um, Bill, did you like any of these guys? No. As people? No. So if you did, would this movie have been better? (laughs) Do you care that Christopher Walken went crazy? Do you care that Robert De Niro went crazy? Right, that's the problem, right? I think that there's nothing, because like the guys in The Hangover, you'd be like, oh, Zach Galifianakis, please don't play Russian roulette anymore. Yours seem fun. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, fat Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my issue. Is I don't think that I cared about these guys enough. They seem like dicks. They're, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're not, a not, dick. For they're sure, not nice, they're not nice to each other. 
They're not yeah, nice right. to their wives. They're not nice to the Vietnamese. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, nice. willing to, they're willing to steal each other's girlfriends and wives. Yeah. And <laughs> um, they drink yeah. a lot of beer in this movie, too. <laughs> and you're talking about skeleton eyes. The reason he looks so bad, John Cazale, is because he was dying of lung cancer during the filming of this movie. That doesn't make me like And he was married, to, or he was, like, dating Meryl Streep at the time, too. Hmm. Um, which, but... Ma- she She's the best character in this movie. I know, but it's because she's Meryl Streep, right? Right. <laughs> right. Is everyone right. ever like, Meryl you Streep don't want sucks her, in you this? Don't want her to play, you don't want her to play <laughs> Ratchet Roulette? Ooh, but wouldn't nope. it have been good if she did? She would have Maybe. sold the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. She had the best Pittsburgh accent, I thought. Uh, yeah. She's a treasure. Yep. The only right. other thing oh, I nope. have in this movie is um, that Axel guy, the big guy with the beard. Mm-hmm. Not an actor. He just walked on the set one day and got in the movie. Well, you know. he's never been. He was never in any other movie after this. That's what you do. That's what I want to do. Just, just fucking guy walked on set. Right. Hey, I'm here. Oh, the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. The seventies okay. in Pittsburgh, Ohio. <laughs> Let's make this a short one. We should probably get to the clumometer. Okay. We should probably you get know, to the clumometer. Pittsburgh feels to me now. I've never been to Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. Pittsburgh feels to me like it belongs in Ohio. You know what though? <laughs> but to me, you know that where they were in this movie. Like that bar, that actually that bar, they they kept that bar wherever they built it. They left it there and it became a bar. It wasn't a real bar yeah. to begin with. But uh, that town, even when they're like driving down that road and like beating the truck before they get killed, which he really right. messes up that. It's a Cadillac, right? Mm-hmm. Coupe de Ville. That's the Cadillac in this movie is the Cadillac <laughs> and how mean they are to it. But anyway, uh, they are like, I feel like Pittsburgh still looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So, so uh, quick update: Iron City beer does still exist. Awesome. Where can you get it, it look, at? It looks kind of cool. Uh, only in Pittsburgh. Let's go get some. Oh, okay. Have a Ohio. It. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> you know the wedding have, scene was filmed in Cleveland, which I've been to. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have a can with Bill Cower on the picture on it. Nice. Do they have one with, like, Robert De Niro on it? Nope. No, lame. All right, let's lame. get to the thermometer again. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're here. <laughs> We're here. We did it. Now you want the drop? Okay. You didn't want the drop for all these years, and now you wait for it? Oh, it just makes me sad that we can say all these years <laughs> about this. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Um. What did you guys think I would think of Deer Hunter? I yeah, thought that you deer would... Deer Hunter or The Deer Hunter? The Deer Hunter. I thought that you'd give this a 19. And for some reason, I have Rick as a 17 or a 54. Right. I don't no, know why. Because it, I was based it on his, like, if it, sh- if it was, like... What, Should what be is a it? movie? Yeah, or something. Expectations. That was last season. This season is what do I expect from you guys? What, but this what one kind isn't, of isn't from do us. I expect from you. No, but I, I can hold it up against what I expect from yes. you guys. We'll have to listen to the last episode and we'll figure out what I meant by that. But I'm sticking with the 17. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. So I don't 
I didn't like this movie. I didn't enjoy it, right? I wouldn't recommend it to other people or tell other people they have to watch it, right? I'm not going to tell my kids to watch this movie like I would with The Godfather. I'd watch The Godfather with my kids. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't watch this movie because I wouldn't want to. Uh, not because of any of the content, just because it wasn't that good, you know? But that being said, I mean, it was compelling and it was well acted and it was, you know, shot well. It was just scattered and odd. But I I could see, I guess, why some people would like, you know, there's certain people that we know mm. that I imagine would be like, Oh, that movie's so good. I love that movie. And I'd be like, yep, makes sense that you love that movie. <laughs> like, this, is, this feels like the kind of movie that certain people would say they love because it's cool to say they love. And those people who love things that they think are cool to love, love. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're picking up what I put down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, I would say like, this is kind of the caliber that I would expect from you guys. This is much better than some of the garbage. And it's not, <laughs> as, it's not as good as the stuff I like. So I actually give this movie a 50 on the nose. All right. Yeah, 50. All right. Tabulating the tabulations here. Put it right in there with Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> what? What? What's the date today on this podcast? It, it is the 18th of December. <laughs> okay. All right. I was just thinking... Are we going to get a new Clemometer ranking um, in January? A new kind of Clemometer scale? When does our next season start? Maybe it does. Yeah. I think I think it, we made it, did it yearly, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Soon. 50 on the Clemometer for season three puts it right below or right above Men at Work at 47 and sideways at 55. Okay. That track. I like that. Men, yeah. I like oh. that. Men at work. I like men at work is that high on the list. <laughs> I do kind of like that. It's surprising to me. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Sounds good. What's next, boys? Uh, what's next, Ryan? Well, I think because this, ep- this next episode will come out on Christmas, we should probably do a Christmas movie. Let's do Scrooged. Yes. This is a movie I have heard about and that I want to see. I like. A Christmas Carol, and I've heard that this is another one of those modern retellings of it. My my sure. wife loves this movie, and my kids want to watch it, so I'll watch it with the fam. Nice. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, well. You guys can talk about it. Oh, yeah. We have to do that thing. Yep. Bye, <laughs> Bill. Bye. Bye. Okay. So he's not going to like this. Nope. <laughs> he's not going to like it. Um, I think... I think Bill Murray is a little too over the top in this over the top Bill Murray in this movie. For he's him. pretty he's pretty Bill Murray. Uh, Carol Kane is also pretty Carol Kaney. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't love comedies, especially old ones or, that don't have or movies, right? And he doesn't like slapstick, and there's some of that in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got he's not going to know or appreciate Bobcat Goldthwait, right? In his character, right? So I'm going to say 20. 20. All right. I am not far off you. I think it's going to be more like a 32. Okay. Well. Well, 
I think that about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at WOATW.com. Okay, well, that's all I got for today. That's it for me. All right, well, I will Bye. talk to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>